This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Spilling the Frijoles. My name is Jairo. And I'm Brian. And we are... The Mexican Ways. Gone? What's up, fool, Felipe? What's up, Felipe? We're with the main fool. What's up, man? Yeah, man. Hey, dude, I, it's such a pleasure, and thank you for being part of our podcast, man. It's yeah, thanks for having me. It's an honor, oh, bro. Man. Honestly, it's an honor to have you here with us man honestly it's cool yeah what's been going on man tell us like we like the last time i saw you felipe was in burbank man that was about i'm gonna say three to four years ago bro yes i was doing a show at flappers in yeah. burbank mm-hmm. and flappers is closed now because of corona yeah <laughs> they even tried delivering jokes to, to, to real houses they were <laughs> For real, they were yeah. like delivering jokes like hey what, what kind of joke you want to hear Black jokes, and then a black girl show up and set up with a green screen of a brick wall and do stand up on their porch. That's really funny. That's pretty wow. Just I to mean, kind of stay. Some people are huh? just desperate to stay open, man. Like, like even like the places that sell like uh, blunts, yeah, and just bongs. Yeah, like I went to the place over there, like normally to buy um, um, you know, wraps. But when I get there, um, they're selling tortillas too. <laughs> <laughs> For real, they had like flour tortillas and takis, <laughs> and now they have a little thing for sodas. You see the lady just in the back to stay open. The mano yeah, in the yeah. back door. You guys want the special ones? We got the ladies. They didn't even know what they're selling. <laughs> I asked them how much the tortillas? Twenty six dollars. Oh no, the tortillas. Oh, I thought you said the bomb. <laughs> hey, mom, I got to unas tortillas. So in order to walk out with a bomb, you gotta buy something else too, like a now later. Uh, That's hilarious. That's bro. crazy, bro. It's <laughs> the only way they get to open. I have a funny question for you. From I just ran. Have, <clears throat> have you ever ever smoked out of a tortilla? Like just to try it. No, but that should be our next video, bro. Oh, that should be yeah. funny, huh? Smoking out of a tortilla. <laughs> but you would have to roll video, it up. Right? You you would have to roll it up tight. Yeah. <laughs> like like you're about to eat sopa, so you know. <laughs> That thing do you do that though bro. when you eat sopa? When you when you get a tortilla, do you roll it real tight? It's funny. Or you fold it in half, or you rip it? I roll. I roll it too. I roll it. Yeah, so I yeah, can't I, do the like little like ribs and like kind of use it like I guess like to help you. No, I can't do it like that. I, I roll. Can't do either. So you roll it. I roll it, but I don't roll it like real tight, like when it's hard. Yeah. Just roll it good enough. Okay. To okay. put butter in it. <laughs> Damn, con butter también. Go ahead, man. I'm happy you're here. For you guys, this episode is going to be about what it takes to be funny. And who other than Felipe Esparza to hear to tell us what does it take to be funny? Because honestly, bro, I've seen your stuff and I think it's hilarious. And um, you you. you make me laugh. You're making me laugh right now, man. We just started. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Thank you. All right. So before we get into the episode, let's talk about the news. Spilling the news. Let's let's talk about some news right now that's going on in the world. It's crazy. You guys ready? Yes, yeah. Good news. <coughs> all right, Philippe, I actually have a question for you. Yes. Do you play video games at all? Uh, yes. Yeah? What games do you use? Madden. Play? Madden? Oh, what are wow. they? Okay. Have you heard of a game called Fortnite? Fortnite? 
Fortnite. Fortnite, yes. Yes, yes, okay. So, so the, a little thing where you build stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty much Fortnite is suing Apple and uh, Google because uh, Fortnite got like the app got discontinued. Like, well, they got rid of it on their app store. So what they're saying is a monopoly that Fortnite saying that Apple's having a monopoly. They're getting rid of it. And the main reason is because uh, there's like a cloud service on for the game. So if you go to one system to another system, the, your system gets saved. So pretty much they're getting rid of it on that app. So yeah. I, I don't know if your son plays Fortnite on, 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 on the phone. On, if he has an Apple phone, he's not going to be able to like play it no more, right? No, he can't. Wow. So yeah. He, get, he, he don't play Fortnite no more, man. He's trying to make beats now. Oh, okay. So <laughs> he's like, him. screw Fortnite. Yeah, he plays um, other games like um, that, that game when you um, fight zombies. Oh, I think I know what you're Fortnite. talking about. Kind of like the that keeps getting harder. Yes. Think, okay. So it sounds like, like Left 4 Dead. And he plays that um, basketball game, NBA game. Oh, okay. Yeah, NBA so 2K. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But he used to play Fortnite. I'm guessing. Yes. Oh, so he doesn't care about this anymore. No, you don't care. Fortnite's <laughs> old news now, right? But I guess yeah. So they're trying to come up with that news. Probably it's probably gonna bring them more like followers or whatever. I don't know yeah. what it is. Like okay. gamers. I just find it weird why Apple is like doing this all of a sudden. Like, I wonder what's going on. Like Apple and Google doing this, just like banning them. And it's been around for like it kind two of years all started already. with yeah. TikTok. Like I noticed TikTok, a lot of people. Are, that's yeah, weird. That's like true with too. the ban, and now Google saying, "Oh, we're not going to do that anymore." Facebook, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're really weird. cracking down on that whole thing. Right? What do you think about that? Because I know, you, I know, you're trying to get your TikTok game going, Felipe, and they're, they're going to ban you, it. Man, I knew TikTok was going to be done once forty year olds joined. <laughs> <laughs> the forty year olds, forty. I'm sorry, man. If you're 40 a forty year old person out there, man. You know, man, you don't you don't know how to be funny, man. You're 40 <laughs> years old, and nobody wants to nobody wants to see how how you cook brisket. You know, <laughs> nobody wants to hear your political views. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they want to they cry, bro. Like I saw the 40 year old guy doing a video, and he didn't get it. Like they didn't even care about that he was a Trump supporter no more. Yeah. They just cared about those damn shoes he was wearing. <laughs> Look at those. You know what I mean? Look at those. <laughs> Seriously, right? Like a, a lot of milfs too, man. A lot of like forty-year-old women get on, man, and like they say that um, you a lot of forty-year-old women get on TikTok, and you wish you had a body like that. Yeah, they can't tell me and my daughter apart. I can tell you apart, man. <laughs> Put, both of you guys take your top off. Okay, the one that looks like saladitos is the old one. Eh? <laughs> That's hilarious. Real, man. TikTok was just kids at first, right? Yeah, yeah. Then the little slutty chicks came on, you know. <laughs> the one that were the one that go to the ones that go to the, the places where all the slutty chicks go to: <laughs> Miami, New York, Paris, Tahiti. Oh, they always go by themselves too, right? There's never a man there. It's uh, like who's taking all these pictures? Yeah, man. You can't sell that many that much <laughs> sports drinks. Seriously, right? The, that's just funny, man. Yeah, well, it's crazy. I just, I, you know, it's stupid how it's all of a sudden all this banning shit's trying to happen. Like, there's other things to worry about than fucking trying to ban, like, a, an app or freaking, like, you know, I know, Fortnite. Man. Like, I yeah. think Apple's trying to ban that app because nobody buys Apple apps. Probably, uh -huh. yeah. When you Probably. think about what app you want to get, none. Yeah. yeah. So That's true. Like, I want one that makes the little circle thing disappear. Remember that when they tell when um. When Apple will crash, then they have a, like a little lollipop going over. <laughs> oh, the spinning uh, circle. Circle, the spinning circle. circle of death. Yeah. But you want to throw the computer away. Yeah, yeah bro, I know. That shit's annoying. Once you get that. that, it's bad news. I better find out what else do you have for us. I was getting something a little more serious. All right. uh, have you guys seen the video for the George Floyd, the body camera of the police officers? Yeah. yeah, yeah so what do you guys it. think about that? Did you see it, Felipe? But oh, you see the back of his head, right? 
Well, no, like the, the actual body cam, like from they the released officer. it from. Oh, the, the guy that was holding them down, or all of them? Pretty I much all of them. Yeah, yeah, they have footage now. I don't know yeah. if you've seen it. Have you seen like the actual full video? Let's go to a tape now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not seen that. I didn't know that was out there. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. crazy. So I better explain a it little just, bit more. It just came out. Well, pretty much George Floyd was scared from the beginning, and before he got out of the car, he was already saying that he can't breathe, and like it was just a crazy, crazy situation when he was on the floor too. He was pretty much saying I love you to his mom and everyone. Like he seemed like he knew he was gonna die already. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah. wait, we saw he uh maybe we can play back later, like you said, but uh it's crazy, bro, because he was already saying like like don't kill me, please don't kill me. And he was like in the driver's seat. So it's nuts, bro. Oh, and he's like, I've been shot before too from yeah. like you. Yeah. So it's really I mean, that whole situation since the get-go was handled badly, bro. So I guess my question is just like in in and everything that's going on with the whole you know Black Lives Matters and all the movement, it's like you know now releasing this body cam. Like, what do people want from this now? Like, what's now what what more do people want for like these protests to stop happening and everything? Like, what what's the final say? What's the word? I think well, you know, the people getting justice, arrested, get justice, it. yeah. But I mean, there's still going to be a long process of the court because you know I was talking to my girl about it. Imagine like you know because the whole court process is lengthy and they say okay, not guilty, like. Oh, that's gonna be bad. Yeah, you know. So I guess it's just they want it. Like those guys are done, and that's it. They did kill yeah. someone. I, I'm assuming that's what they want. I me. Mean, I don't. I, you know, I, I need to educate myself more on that. I'm not yeah. too sure. How about you, Phil? What do you think about like just in general the whole thing that happened, man, with all that? When I was first of all, my brother was shot by the police. Oh, okay, so you kind of and, and um, okay, so you, so my brother was shot by the when he was young. You know, my brother was like they were coming out of the car, you know, with their hands up. Yeah, and they the car had already flipped over with a car chase, and the car was on fire, and they just shut up the whole car. Wow. Yeah, wow. but see that's the way they showed up in the news. Right. You know, they were shot up. You know, my brother's car was shot up. You know, and and blah blah blah. Right. But you know that was, that's all they knew. You know, because that's the, the part that everyone knew that the, the police shot at them. Right. With the news portrait. Yeah. yeah. But what they didn't know, you know, when, and everybody that survived in that car. They all got locked up, uh-huh. you know. They, they were in, they were in a, and I didn't know that the general hospital had a county jail section, you know. Yeah. So my brother and his friends, they were like, they were like in a coma, I guess, and they were still handcuffed just in case his little spirit tried to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what really happened though was what my brother and them were out there being being crazy and shit, yeah. looking for rivals, mm-hmm. and um. My brother said that they shot up at a car. They shot at a car, and that car was under covers, and oh. they didn't know because mm-hmm. they were wearing Pendletons too. Wow! <laughs> so wow. so they were like in a twenty-minute shootout with them, and wow, was funny. Like um, nobody went to jail. Wow! Really? Nobody, no police. My brother was not prosecuted, and that was that. They just squashed it. Really? Really? Yeah. That's, That's crazy, crazy, bro. I would say you don't you don't know unless you're there, you know, when when there's a situation like that. Very true. And um I always my father always said if the police tell you, the police officer tells you to get down, you get down. Eh? Yeah. yeah. No, you know, the, my dad was you know quiero leos, cabron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, bro, if the police showed up to your house, you were like, that's it, bro. You're an embarrassment for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. The police showing up to your house, knocking. You don't want that shit, bro. It's like yeah. an embarrassment, bro. Wow. Yeah. It's, like, it's worse than your brother being a cholo or coming out the closet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, in other words, you're saying like, hey, man, just like follow the rules and just 
don't resist, don't go crazy, and things might go the right way. Yeah, man, because if you're doing bad, you know, if you, you get pulled over for doing like for bad stuff, man, you know, bad stuff gonna come to you, man. But if you're a good guy, you know, like that one guy that was selling those cigarettes out in the streets, you know, then he has choked to death. That was messed up. That was, that was very aggressive. You know, it was too yeah. much, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, I get yeah. It. But also, man, I, I think what what they should do is um, have police officers who work who are working in that neighborhood. They should hire within the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like oh, if you like, want to be a police officer, that officer shouldn't go be a police officer somewhere else. He should be a police officer in that neighborhood. Since he already knows them. And they know him. Yeah, they know him. They're going to have more respect for him. You know yeah. what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, true. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. I like that. Or like the or like the Ali County Sheriffs, you know, when when they, before you be, before they send them out to the streets, they're going to be a deputy in the county jail for two years. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you got to be, you know what, you, you cannot leave that mess. You got to be a deputy, man. And yeah, by that time, when those dudes come out, they were. They know, man. They have a better head, you know. Yeah. About who's messing around, man. You can't mess around with those guys. No, but yeah, it's no, like should sure. be like part of the requirement. You're saying. Or the worst, man. When you get a a, a sheriff deputy that's like, that Mexican, bro. Forget about it, man. He forgot. He forgot he's Mexican already, bro. So <laughs> yeah. You better not even try to be a homie with him. Yeah, I know. Because he will that, whoop your ass yeah. just to uh, look good. Look good against the white lieutenant. And the worst thing you can say is like, "Man, tú eres de la raza." Oh bro. man, that's forget the worst about that, thing you bro. can say to them. Hell yeah, man. They don't. They fucking you'll pisses probably, them you'll, off, you'll bro. You get arrested. Oh, I'm from the raza. Okay, get out of the car. That's yeah. it. <laughs> no, I know. I know that story because my dad did that. My dad did that to an ice. He was crossing oh, over shit. from TJ, and he was Latino. And this guy was giving my dad a hard time. And my dad's on, estás cagando el pinche palo y tú que eres mexicano. Wow. And the fool was like, what? Like, you think just because I'm Mexican, I'm going to help you out because you're Mexican? And it just went worse. Like, he fucking took him the long route. So we were there for like two hours. Uh. Like, he just, even though we didn't have shit, you know, we didn't have shit. He just made it harder just on made us. made it harder on him. Yeah. yeah. I think like Felipe says, at the end of the day. Damn too, man. Like, you got to watch out for police officers. Like, in, like, here, like in, here in America, you know, man, if they're blonde with blue eyes. Man, you better be say, say officer after every, <laughs> yeah. every after everything. Yes, officer. officer. What, McConnor? And if you're in Mexico, man, if the police is darker than me, don't talk back to him. <laughs> that that, that Oaxaca cop will kill you, bro. <laughs> Seriously, right? You no pago preguntas, eh? Yeah, mejor cállate. Yeah. Mejor cállate. That's funny, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. We're going to get right into it, guys. What does it take to be funny with Felipe Esparza? Here we go. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to Spilling the Frijoles today. Just want to give a big thanks to all of you guys. Hey, if you guys haven't seen the visuals of this podcast, don't forget you can always watch it on YouTube. Also, you can hear our podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff, guys. And also, don't forget to follow us on our platforms. We are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, you name it. We're there, at Mexican Ways. Y no se les olvide that we have our website, MexicanWays.net, where you can get all this information. And we have our merchandise también, if you guys want una camiseta or whatever you guys want. It's all in there, guys. Thank you, guys. Like always, feel free to message us. Feel free to do whatever, guys. We're here for you guys. And like Brian said, guys, thank you for the love and support. And now, let's get back to spilling the frijoles. And we're back. Hey. All right. So let's get right into it. A ver, Felipe, tell yeah. us, man, how's it going through these like crazy times? I know I, I'm pretty sure COVID has, has played a big part of your 
stand-up comedian life. And you got to tell us, man, like, how is, how is that going for you, man? Well, at first, my last show was March 18th. Damn. So I went from March 18th to last week without performing. Wow. So it was 160 days, five months. Damn. I had a show in Oklahoma. But, man, um, I didn't know what was going on at first. I was supposed to go with my wife to go see Post Malone. Uh And his last concert was in Denver. And then he canceled our show. Then there was no trip to Vegas. Everything was closing. I'm like. That that night when I, I decided not to go because the concert was the next day, they were reading out of toilet paper everywhere. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> like times were, it was tough times, bro. Like times were so bad. My, my cousin from Mexico were sending me toilet paper. Wow, bro, and it was that toilet paper that I haven't seen in years, bro. Like pink. <laughs> like it was the like bad, blue. The you remember one. that shit? Yeah, yeah. it was ro- color rosita. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know exactly <laughs> like a, what that is. Like, like a like a huggy little teddy bear, man. It was like a wolf or something. Yeah. pinche culo, It's fucking crazy, dog. Crazy, man. And then, like, I started seeing, like, um, bro, like, flour was gone. Like, there was no more harina. And I, look, yeah. I looked at the, at, the, at the bonds. Bro, they were selling flour. That that um that Native Americans make like that it was Navajo flour. <laughs> oh, shit. Like that flour come from now the reservations. Yeah. They were running out of flour. They had to buy flour from Native Americans, bro. Yeah. So yeah. they were out of they were out of fry bread. Eh? I'm sorry. Yeah. So that that was crazy, man. And no more shows, no more live podcasts in the studios. Wow. And then I was like, damn. Now what? I got. I guess I gotta get to know my wife. <laughs> so, yeah, I sure I, I got to talk know, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get to know her very well. Yeah, right? man. Yeah, so I, I, I'm I was be- catfished. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so has, has it been hard, like for you and your family and everything, like during no, this time? No, it's been like we just been staying home. My son been staying home because he lives with his dad and his mom, so they they share weeks. Okay. You know how white people do it, bro. When they when white people separate from their loved ones, they know how to do it right. They, yeah. they stare they share custody. Yeah. And they do it right. Not like when Mexicans and blacks have a divorce. Yeah. You're either gonna not you're either not gonna not see your kid or they're gonna make your ass. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Like white people fight for custody, bro. Yeah. Like Mexicans, we don't fight for custody, bro. Like to look at this, to look at it. You don't look at our kid. <laughs> That's crazy. So That's since funny. then, like you just haven't had like a, a show then, right? No show, nothing, man. Um, staying home, yeah. working out. Nice, oh, okay, bro. so nice. That's how you keep him busy. That's Getting good, a treadmill bro. for forty-five minutes. Damn, good for you. Not dog. thinking about stuff. And it's good. That's good. Being bored. Yeah, so That's you, what I need to do. Yeah, you got to keep yourself busy, man. Writing, trying to write jokes. Nice about about Corona. Oh, yeah. Oh, what you, oh well, yeah, it's funny, man. When like one of the first jokes I wrote was like. I'm not really afraid of coronavirus, you know, because I've done cocaine off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, at first, you know, yeah. like you know, like I'm pretty sure people are going in for for a, you know, people who get tested periodically. You know, they tell them, "What did you have?" Oh, well, you don't have coronavirus, but you have gonorrhea. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That's a good one right there. I like, so that. like you prefer that, right? Like, now. Well, hold on, but. I'll, but the like, but if we're like you, you, you haven't, I got used to wearing a mask, you know. Yeah, you know? no. I, I was know. walking the other day and I said, "God damn, it smells like fucking shit." 
I was still wearing <laughs> the mask. Apesta mierda, güey. So I, I threw my mask away or the toilet paper away out of, out of my mouth. <laughs> the pink toilet paper, dog. You <laughs> <laughs> so hot in your mouth and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Right now, man, if you have if you have an ugly teeth and pretty eyes, you got gay, mate. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to show your teeth to the girls and everything. Very true. <laughs> people don't understand, like, people who are, like, I don't know, man. Like, people are just lazy, the ones who are not getting unemployment. Like, they don't have no hustles. Yeah. But you guys have a hustle. Like, there's 10, I can see 30 hustles in here already, man. Yeah. And Thank people you. don't know, man. You can just go to downtown LA, man. Get yourself a piñata like this for fucking, what, $10? Yeah. A bigger one, fill it up with candy. It'll cost you, what, 18 bucks? Yeah. Go sell them in a valley for fucking $35, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Who, but why people, why people will buy a piñata full of candy? Yeah, because they don't even know that candy is nothing come with it. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be, yeah. they're gonna be like, "Whoa, that's good." Yeah, like, just tell them it's organic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you know, or like some white people, real like some white people, they, they feel like it's offensive to beat a piñata now. Yeah. So they have uh, piñatas now that, that are non-violent for your kid. Yeah. So all they do is like instead of hitting a piñata. They pull one of these. One of the strings? They pull a strand until you pull enough strands, the candy comes out. Eh? Everybody's happy. <laughs> the little burrito lives a happy life. <laughs> you pat him and he gives you candy, little burrito. Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny, funny bro. man. But yeah, it's true. Probably, yeah, there's probably pianos out there. It's just pulling strings. Who's the lucky one that's going to actually pop one, it eh? open, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, man. So how long have you been doing uh, stand-up for, Felipe? Honestly, bro. I've been doing stand-up comedy since 1995. 95. Probably wow. 26 years now. Nice. Yeah, man. And I did start being successful to 2010. 10. All right. So, yeah, the assignments. Man, the, 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 from 2010 and before that were like the college years. Yeah. And how did it all start for you? You just tried it or someone told you? Oh, man. You? Um, I always wanted to be a comedian, man. I saw Paul Rodriguez on one of those um, tapes mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And I saw Richard Pryor and Sam Kinison and other greats. And I said, I got to try this. Because I was funny in school, but not like, not like funny, like, you know, making people laugh, uh-huh. you know, like I'll say one word and then I make everybody laugh and they'll remember it till the next day. But I was not, I was not like, I was not like the class clown, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I was too shy. So whenever they'll send the class clown to, um, out of the class or detention or you get kicked out of the school. I would just steal all his jokes and make them, <laughs> and make them better, bro. Yeah, make them. That's funny. Dude. That's funny, bro. So I would like open up for the class clown per se. Yeah, yeah it'd be like. I'll, but I was I'll shy, man. I don't know what what um how to write jokes. I just saw like the odd things in like like when Iran and Iraq were fighting. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I was like, my teacher would ask, "Why are they fighting?" And like, how am I supposed to know, man? You know, I don't know politics. <laughs> so I just, I just well. Iran is Iran ends with an N, right? Iraq ends with a Q. <laughs> they probably can't decide how to end the word. Eh? <laughs> One side says N, the other side says Q. That's funny, bro. What'd she say? Kuwait's over there. Go you to know? the principal's office. <laughs> no one laughed. <laughs> no. So it was just like crickets in the. In yeah. The, yeah. Well, honestly, bro, like, like doing this and I like did you have a mentor as you were growing up like did someone like mentor you yeah man like you can't you can't go through um life with, with trying to be something without along the way meeting people mm-hmm. i met um a, i met a comedian 
we're very, very, in the beginning of my career, when I first started doing stand-up open mic, like no, mm -hmm. nobody knew who you were, I was doing open mic with Jamie Kennedy mm -hmm. from the Jamie Kennedy Experience. Yeah. He was like, he was living in his car, man. Damn. And, wow. I, and I would look at him, well, if he's going up seven times a week, living in the car, I have a house, I should be going up nine times a week, you know? Right. So I started going up every day, every day, and um, I met a comedian, I that was already like sucks. I didn't know that the other Latino comedians that were out there. I just know Paul Rodriguez. I knew George Lopez. I knew of Carlos Mencia, those three guys. Mm -hmm. I didn't know any other ones, you know. Those are the only ones that I knew that were Latino, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and the places where I was going to were like coffee houses. So mostly hipsters, you know, with their little sweaters yeah, yeah. and their skinny jeans. So I would go up there like last, you know, and there'd be like four people drinking coffee. And I threw in my little jokes. But it wasn't until I went to Hollywood at some hotel and they were doing comedy. I met a comedian named Willie Barsena. And he had, he'd already been on some show called Culture Clash and yeah. Comedy Picante and um, some show on HBO. He was touring in colleges. Nice. And he told, he told me how to look, a little bit about structure, you know, like how to, how to put your jokes right in a way so you could just follow up with the next joke. Yeah. Nice. Cause before I was just talking, bro. Like I was just, I would say something funny, and the next five and nothing, bro. Silence, dude. Yeah, like yeah. crickets. And I didn't know that that was called bombing. You know, like, like I so you I didn't know I was bombing and eating shit up there till later on. You know. Yeah. When you start noticing that you, I'm getting laughs, then I don't get laughs. Then you're up there not sucking, bro. Yeah. yeah. That shit hurts, that? bro. Yeah. How does I was gonna say yeah, how, how do you handle feel? that? Like, what do you? I'm do? in a documentary called. Um, I'm dying. I'm dying laughing. Uh -huh. I'm dying laughing, or or I'm dying up here. But it's a documentary all about comedians not getting laughs. Man, when you don't get laughs, man, it feels like you're at a you're at a barbecue, man, with your whole family, <laughs> and then your dad backhands you in the face, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's just quiet. Like he backhands you in the face, and then you gotta go play with your friends like nothing happened, bro. Uh -huh. And they already know you got hit, and you're there like this going. <laughs> True. And uh, you got and like they're playing touch football, but they, they got they got to touch you in the front because you got hit in the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it <laughs> it hey, just well, feels like each bro. It's like you know what it feels like, bro. It's like um, all your best friends having sex with your girlfriend one at a time oh, every damn. day. And you gotta watch it, eh? One at a time. <laughs> and you gotta watch it. Fuck. Like somebody stealing your bicycle, bro, and riding in front of your dad all day. Fuck. Uh, that's crazy, hey, bro. And what about hecklers, bro? Yeah, how do you deal with those is people? Is that bad too? Because I'm. One thing is not laughing, but another thing is someone's. Well, laughing. if you're not, that, that's the that's the next part about not getting laughs is when people start yelling shit at you. Yeah, like boo, get like off if the you're, stage. If you're bombing and they like you, they won't say shit, which is the worst. Okay. okay. But if they fucking hate you and you're bombing, they'll yell shit at you, and then you gotta fuck. That, that, that actually helps you, man. Because yeah. You got something to work with. Like, you suck, yeah? Not as good as your mom, though, right? You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> like that. yeah. That's true. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I, I've noticed now, though, in like comedy clubs, when those people start heckling, like right away, they kick them out, like fast. Like, that's it. You're out. Like, you're not supposed to be doing shit like that, right? Yeah. Mo those people are, who are heckling are, are like disrupting the show or they didn't like what, the, like what a comedian said. Yeah. Or they say, fuck you. I didn't like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, that happened to me, man, at a. I was doing a show, and it was like a corporate gig, 
and they were not paying. They were paying me well, good for the for that t- that time in my life. Mm-hmm. And I told my friend comedian is Stephen Fly, who was like funny, but he had a lot of porno jokes. Yeah. At the end, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And I said, man, could you do everything but the porno jokes at the end. Yeah, man, no problem. So this dude killed it up there, bro. I like, never he like he did his regular show, just took took all the f bombs out and it was awesome. And then I went up next. And as soon as I, I was doing good, and like I guess it was like a a, back, a real woke crowd, I guess. Yeah. Because like I was doing this joke about my brother going to prison and coming out worse. I said, yeah, my, my brother, every time he comes go to prison, he comes out a worse. The first time he went to prison, he came out a, a better thief. Like this guy is on. <laughs> the second time, man, he came out a racist, like a full-blown racist. And the third time, he came out even worse. He came out a born-again Christian. <laughs> and bro, as soon as I said born-again Christian, somebody snatched the microphone away from me. Really? They, they took the microphone away from me, and they said, that's enough for Mr. Felipe Esparza. Thank you very much. We're going to continue with a raffle now. Wow. Just like that. Like that. Wow. Assuming the guy was a Christian. Yeah, apparently <laughs> there was like somebody with a big shot in the back who was like a Christian or something. Oh, okay. So they took your mic right away. That's crazy. And, and dude, how like do you have a fine line, or you just you fucking go? Like I'll go. You know, I'll, I'll go where the crowd takes me. Like I know, like um, a lot of a lot of comedians that've been doing it for a long time. They know how to like. They'll, they'll be like twenty five minutes in, and they might throw in there something stupid, and they'll see if it gets a laugh. Uh-huh. They might throw in another one in there. Okay, I got a laugh. Then they throw in a big shocking joke. Yeah. Just to go the oh, oh, yeah, you oh. Get that shit. oh. And how yeah. do you deal with the oh like that? Like I, you kind of pushed it too far. Man, you gotta move on, man. You gotta not you gotta acknowledge it because if you acknowledge it, it gets it grows longer and longer. Yeah. Or if you tell the ladies to shut up, so now you're taking attention from your you're taking attention for her, it's gonna stop your momentum. Gotcha. So you're gonna keep moving, man, unless everybody hates you. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm assuming, you know, you probably racist jokes or whatever it is. Like, how do you handle that shit? That's that's crazy. So just, just go pretty much. Yeah. And, and then like it out. Well, give us your other than the corporate office one. That would be your worst experience one? That was one, man. Yeah. I did a, another gig where I did really well because I was prepared, I'm more professional. In 2011, I did a show for the for the main the main Guys, the, I was the the Southwest Latino Associates manager of Walmart. Okay. So everybody from the north, from the Southwest, we're talking Seattle, California, New Mexico, half of Texas, the the west side of Texas, and um, Wyoming, well, the west side of my Wyoming, the west side of Nevada. Everybody that that's that's a big shot or general manager for a Walmart was at this show. Okay. And they were all Mexican, bro. They were all Latino. Yeah. So the Latinos run all this. You know, they run it. Yeah. And they told me, like, even though these Latinos wouldn't care what the hell I said, they told me to be, like, G-rated, bro. Like, I, I couldn't say, like, I have a joke where I say, um, I have stretch marks in my stomach. Whenever I, I, I take my shirt off, I tell women that I was attacked by a mountain lion. Yeah. So I don't want to offend the women there. Yeah. So I have to say, when I take up my, t- I, I have stretch marks in my body. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I said, I had them, not that bitch. Yeah. I had them. <laughs> and then when I said that, um, you know, you know, it's time to lose weight when a, when a girl starts sucking your titties. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't say titties, dog. Yeah, you couldn't say so that. I said, you know, it's time to lose weight, man. 
when you start wearing when you start trying on your ladies bra you know, oh, okay. or, or something like that. I gotta change it, bro. Yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. Cool. That's huh? crazy. And it's crazy you can, you can do that though, bro. And that's good. That's you, good. You, yeah. You, you know how to like not be vulgar in certain areas versus like, hey, I kind of want it more rated G here, and it's cool, man. That's awesome. You man, I don't. Like, I could go up there, but I'd rather be me. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you? Would you saying now that you rather be you? When you're saying you rather be you, you want to be. You, you work more. You work. I'm just gonna say more better. Come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, know, you work better doing. Vulgar jokes, right? Obviously. Yeah, my, my jokes are. Not, I'm changing more. My my stand up comedy, like my new special, is darker now. It's it's, it's real dark. You go like that. I can't believe I'm laughing at this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I took a lot of jokes out of my special that were not like that might have. Like, I, won't, I won't say offend, but they didn't go anywhere. But they were funny. Yeah, like I had a, I had a joke about a gender revealing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was like a, not not. It was like a, getting a lot. Oh, okay. But you know it's funny, like when I when I did that joke in um in Alabama or Mississippi, like those red, white people, they died. But once I got more West Coast, I guess people are more woke. Yeah. It didn't work. And I thought they was I thought that joke was gonna kill more in Portland, Oregon, than it would kill in um in um Alabama, you know, where yeah. I was at. But no, a lot of people in Alabama laugh harder at that joke than it did in Portland. And it's crazy how you have to determine your jokes that way, bro. Like, yeah, depending right. where you travel, you know, like, oh, demographics. I can't, I can't be doing this shit here, but I could be doing this shit here. Like, I can't, you know, it's crazy. And, and like, do you, there's do you a like, lot behind it. Do you have right? someone that's taking notes like that? No, you got to do it mentally when you're up there. Yeah. Oh, like, shit. my friend Rodrigo, the, the, my co host, he has jokes about white people that are funny, you know, but sometimes they go, oh, but they're all true, you know? <laughs> like, um, he has to find a way to say it in his act. Like, we say that, um, that white people, Mexicans, you know, they, they're, always, they're, they're always immigrants. But when white people show up, they're never immigrants. They're always pioneers. <laughs> Trailblazers. Right, right. That's fucking immigrants. Look at this pioneer over here. That's funny. Bro. Yeah, man. They're trailblazers, what my friend says. Yeah. Then they go, ah, ah. <laughs> but he, he comes back with a... Uh, but a Mexican joke to get to get them back here. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's funny. That's man. funny, bro. So, like, so do you plan the day? Like, if, let's say you have a show like that Southwest one you said, it, you already have like a, like. Yeah, man, it's all it's all mental. Like, if I know that I'm not gonna say curse, I just won't curse throughout the day. You know, or we'll listen to no hip hop. Uh, oh, okay. No gangster rap, you yeah, know, yeah, with, you stay with language, and then when I put Disney music on, yes, when I do, when I do my show, man, boom, I'm ready, bro. Yeah, that's and then when I leave, bro, I'm back, bro. You come back. Hell oh, that's yeah. good, man. That's good. It makes sense. And do you still get nervous, dude? Yes, you still do. Like, what do you feel like? What butterflies? Or I feel like I feel butterflies. So, I feel like you're so used to it though already. I, I feel butterflies. Like, I, um, this comedian told me Corey Holcomb that to just write down the first sentence you're gonna say before you start, even if you're gonna say "What's up, poor?" or "Hey, man," just write it down. So I, I write down my first sentence, and that right there helped me remember everything. Oh right. wow, that's right. crazy! Right. And and but when you're up there, like how long does it take you for your nerves to go away? Is it like within the first minute? Yeah, okay. You hear people laughing, then you're, you're yeah. You're as soon just, as I get up there, immediately like they're waiting for the first joke, it goes away. Yeah, yeah. You don't even know when it goes away. Huh? You don't. You does. don't do any like liquid courage or like tequila shots before. You no, know? man. No, because I know you. You, you told, I've heard it on your other podcast before. You don't drink it. No, man. Like I probably drink a little Red Bull, or a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. But man, let me tell you, man, I've done jokes. You know, drunk. You know, but I don't remember what I said. Yeah, I've done jokes 
where I'm not proud of it, you know, when I when I partied too hard and I was two days with no sleep and still performed. Yeah. Uh, Standing uh, ovation, bro. I don't know what I said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And, and I'm curious, you being a comedian, like, what do you find funny? Yeah, bro. We want to know what you find funny. Me, I find funny, like, uh, um, like um, videos, like um, funny sketches, the ones you guys do. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, You know, man. Um, those are they're funny. They're original. They're very, um, you know, what we like. Right. Yeah. You know, from me to you kind of sketches. Yeah, you know, like, we I like sketches that um, only we get, you know, like, okay. although nationalists don't get it, you know, that's good because I don't get friends either. Yeah. I don't understand how you can have a show in New York, but you never run into a Puerto Rican once. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, and 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 so that's what what, what you, stuff that you relate to makes it. It's yeah, stuff that you relate to. Mm-hmm. So like, who like what would you comedians? Yeah, like who like would who, be your your top five? Like I like Hannibal Burris. Mm-hmm. Hannibal Burris is a funny comedian. Um, I think he's from Chicago, and him and I are on the Eric Andre show. Nice. He has funny jokes, man. Like I don't want to, I'll quote one of his jokes, but he has a joke about um. Talking to a home, a lot of homeless people in the house in the neighborhood. So he told his homeless guy, um, "Here's ten bucks. I want you to kill that guy in that photo." Yeah, <laughs> and then the homeless guy goes, "But that's me on that photo." So yeah, man, this neighborhood is fucked up like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like little yeah. jokes, bro. Like yeah. that, bro. Simple. I don't want jokes that I don't want to think about too much. You know? Yeah. yeah. I want to laugh right away, bro. I don't want to go fucking get that shit on the yeah, way home. That's true. I paid to laugh now, not on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I like Paul Rodriguez. You know, he's honest. Yeah. He's funny, man, and um, like people don't know. I, I haven't seen him in shit, but he's still performing. He's still headlining. He's still selling out improvs. Um, the guy has a. Uh, he invested his money really well, man. Like he, when all those Spider movies came out, yeah, he owned stock in Marvel. Wow, yeah, right. so That's and, crazy. So he's he, they're gonna name a high school after him in um in Fresno. Yeah, but he said not nah, name it after somebody else. Wow, wow, that's and dope. um I like Richard Pryor, David Tell. Yeah, nice, bro. That's awesome, man. Well, and and so let me see. You said you, who was the first one? Hannibal Burris, David Tell, Paul Rodriguez. Richard Pryor and you and the, another one. Oh man, my favorite comedian of all time. But he was like Stephen Wright. Mm-hmm. Stephen Wright. He does like deadpan, you know, kind of like Mitch Hedberg. But uh-huh. he, he had a joke where he goes, he said he had a joke where he says, um, "I went to a restaurant. They asked me to order breakfast anytime. I ordered French toast during the Renaissance." A <laughs> <laughs> <Not> French. <ever. laughs> then he goes, um, he goes. Um, he he goes. Um, I um, I I I put up a, a skylight in my bedroom. The people upstairs are really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like he's narrating, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's that's funny. Funny. The, all jokes are like that. Like when I first started doing stand up, that's the way I did my stand up, bro. Very very monotone. Very. I was shy, uh-huh. and I would do well, bro. But then, like I would do jokes like um, at this. My dad would walk around the whole neighborhood and collect furniture and bring it home and fix it. One time he brought a television home. I said, damn, that TV got 500 channels. When I got older, it didn't have 500 channels. It was a knob from the oven. <laughs> My favorite channel was 300 degrees. <laughs> but then, you know, you you mature as a comedian, yeah. man, because I couldn't, the places that I performed did not allow a comedian of that 
with that um, timing to perform because people yeah. were yelling shit out. Oh, fucking yeah. cholos. You're stuttering up there, homie. Talk. Yeah. No, yeah, it makes sense. All right. So, Felipe. Yes. Now, you know, I know that this goes around sometimes in the comedy world because I've seen videos yes. of stuff like this. <clears throat> and I don't want to name like certain comedians that have done it in the past, but what do you think about joke stealing? Like, you know, how do you, what is like considered joke stealing? Like, what do you think about it and what is considered joke, joke stealing? Where somebody takes your joke and does it word for word, like word for word, like he, yeah. didn't, he didn't change the punchline or he didn't change the names of the innocent. Yeah. And the whole joke, you know, the whole, the whole rhythm, the whole punchline, the whole thing is just exactly like your joke. Exactly like it. So it's like, like it could be like as a, as a joke. If I like like a, this I'm, joke, like I say a joke. I got into a car accident with another person who didn't have insurance either. Mm -hmm. So um, when we came out of the, he didn't have insurance either. So when we came out of the car, you know, we, he started speaking Spanish to me. Hey, me cabrón. I said, hey, man, you have insurance or what? He goes, hey, I fixed your car right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix it right here. Right. I'll fix it right here. That <laughs> <laughs> So for me, like anybody who will start up a joke with, um, I got into a car accident with another Mexican. He didn't have insurance either. How? You I mean if you're saying that, you're pretty much taking my idea, right? Gotcha. Or whatever, you know, the flow of it. Yeah. But if you, but if somebody might change, he goes, man, man, I got into a car accident, and they didn't have it. They'll try to change it somehow, you know. But yeah. But once you say, you know, like he didn't have insurance either. You, you better have a different punchline, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, for sure. And how does that come to your attention? Do people tell you, or you hear? You know, man, there's a lot of people out there, man, who are looking for for uh, a fight, so they'll <laughs> fight. They'll tell, hey, man, this guy stole your joke, blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, that's yeah, very true. And man. have you ever had someone like? Yeah. Have you had beef with a comedian? Uh, yeah, joke? man. In the beginning, you know, as a young comedian, you're very insecure about your jokes, man. It's like they're, they're like your your little ladies. Okay. You don't want to, nobody to see your babies. Yeah. So you you you're like. You'll fight and you'll argue with another comedian, and but then you have an hour special and another two specials. Then you 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 hear your jokes being said. Now you're just like whatever, man. What can you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just it sucks that some people get fame from doing that. Oh know, yeah, using your own. If you jokes. get fame from it, you know you, you can't stay quiet about. It. You gotta mention it. Yeah, and I think you know, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll just say here. I think Carlos Mencia was was having trouble. With, I remember that with like uh, I think it was Joe. Joe Rogan, Rogan yeah, yeah. That was like uh, I guess it's been like what sixteen. It happened in two thousand six, so it's been fourteen years now. Yeah, yeah. Ever since then, honestly, bro, I haven't seen Carlos Mencia. At he's all. still um he's still um headlining out there. Like if you whenever you're at the improvs, he's at the improvs. He's selling out shows still, and had, he had a special and um. Put it this way, man. When I started doing stand-up comedy, like when I started doing stand-up comedy, mm -hmm. and I told you when I started doing stand-up comedy, yeah. Carlo Messia was already headlining. Damn. Like he was not opening up for anybody. As a matter of fact, Dave Attell was opening up for him. He was taking Dave Attell on the road, and he was taking, he took a lot of comedians <clears> on the road. <throat> and the guy been successful, successful since I started. Yeah. And... If he's right now in his comedy career where he was when I started, he's already doing better than half of the comedians who are out there saying that um, he's done or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's, he's still, man, I'll tell you, man, the guy was doing comedy. When I started doing stand-up comedy, I'll tell you where, who were the ones that were headlining and selling out every single show. Like, like where people were like, 
just say people want to go see George Lopez. And um, they were coming out of the show. And they were starting tickets for George Lopez show for for six months from now. People were buying tickets already. Wow. Uh, Carlo Mencia was, had just sold out a, um, a whole week. And on the way out, people were buying tickets for the next show already. Yeah. I don't think people have done that for anybody. And I think um, at, the, at that time, those two were like the biggest comedians that were selling out the yeah. punchline, selling out the improv. And, and man, and he's, they're, still, they're still doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're not on TV, they're but those guys are making la- mad money, bro. That's yeah. good, man. Have you, did you ever don't, meet Freddie uh, Soto? Yes. Dude, right I, now, right now, or later, later. Yeah. I met. I, I worked with Freddie Soto two weeks before he passed. Wow. Yeah. We did a show in Las Vegas for um, a guy named Jeff Valdez. Mm-hmm. And it was Johnny Sanchez, little creeper, right? Little, the guy yeah. from it, from Matt TV. Yeah. Freddie was, I, I like Freddie. Yeah, yeah we, we, we were big did. fans of his, uh, of his three amigos with uh, Paolo Francisco, Carlos Mencia, and, and uh, Freddie Soto. Yeah, that was the three amigos tour, the original one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I really, I really like that guy, man. Descanse. Uh, um, all right, so let's talk about what's next for, for you, Felipe. So we know that you have a Netflix coming out, man, called Bad Decisions, <laughs> or in Spanish. I have two Netflix specials coming out September nice. 1st. Nice. One is in English and one is in Spanish. The first one is called um, Bad Decisions, y el otro se, se llama Malas Decisiones, y están completamente en español. Son los mismos chistes que el otro especial, menos unos um, chistes que no podía traducir en, en español. Some jokes just couldn't hang in the translation, bro. Yeah. They were lost in the translation. Like, the play on words. Well, yeah, bro. I feel like a lot of shit, like, when I hear, like, my family that's, like, that speaks Spanish only, like, there's some funny shit they say. And it's like, yo, you couldn't say that in English. Yeah. Man, once I got the flow, man, of Spanish, because I went to Mexico to uh-huh. try it out. I went to Tijuana, and I went to San Diego, and... and um. Redlands, I guess that's where all the Mexicans yeah, are at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I DJed, yeah. DJed there once. Yeah. Hey, they like to party over there, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So was... they're about Redlands, Pomona. You know, they like to like they, they like to tell you, hey, we're not LA, but we party like LA. <laughs> yeah. And then you then you're like there, you're there till Sunday, but the show was Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, shout out to Redlands, Redlands you know, yeah. and King of the King of the Raves. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. What was the question? No, so yeah, like, uh, tell us kind of like about it. Obviously, you you don't want to give the whole, you know. Oh yeah, you're talking about everything about it, but like, you know, the Netflix special is your first one. It's my first Netflix special. Congrats on that. Thank you, man. Um, when I was approached for the special, it was just in English, but then I said, um, what if I do it in Spanish? Mm -hmm. They get more money. (laughs) 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 And they said, of course you, of course. So I I decided to do both. That's that was hard, man. But let me tell you, man, once I got the flow yeah, you're saying of that. Spanish, I was unstoppable, man. I yeah. was like, I was being heckled in Spanish and I was destroying people in Spanish. Yeah. Like with words that I used to not say in a long time. Like somebody heckled me in TJ. And like, cállate, pinche, cara de mil golpes, güey. You know, <laughs> cara de calzona sucio, güey. You know what I mean? Destroying them, bro. Yeah. That's funny, And bro. I noticed that like some stuff that I say in English, was funnier in Spanish. Yeah. So I'm thinking, man, I must think in Spanish and talk in English. You're like yeah. us, bro. Yeah. yeah so whenever I speak in Spanish, bro, whatever my joke were coming out funnier, bro. Yeah. Damn, I want to see that shit. Yeah, that shit yeah, sounds yeah. dope, it's dog. Nice. So am I, am I, are we expecting, all of us, are we expecting like kind of different jokes in each one? 
for the most part, the, the Spanish one has kind of different jokes because I couldn't translate the words. Okay. So I had to throw in extra jokes. And um, the English one did not have some of the jokes that are in Spanish. Okay, so yeah, so it will be different. So it's kind of like a similar shows, but um, I would say watch both of them and um, invite your mom and your uncles, have a carne asada and then watch the Spanish one. And if you don't like it, man, turn it off and watch Blood In, Blood Out. <laughs> <laughs> You guys heard the man. <laughs> so that's the movie we watched on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, where were they filmed? The it was filmed in Santa Ana, California. Which one? Right. The bad the, decisions. The, the bad decision was filmed at um, both of them were shot in um, Santa Ana at the Observatory. Oh yeah, 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 nice. And wait, but was this a long time ago? Was- yes, yeah, so we shot them in um, February. Oh, okay, before before, before the pandemic. Oh, good man. Like I shot the special three days after um. Kobe Bryant passed away oh, with shit. the other people that were in the helicopter. That's just uh, crazy. So people were still kind of sad, and we couldn't. We had to. I had to tell people at the show you can't wear the the jersey, and we had to block out some people because we don't have rights for NBA. Ah, that makes sense. So we'll see a couple of like blurs or something. A couple of blurs, day, eh, which is pretty good. That was your Sancha on the show. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's funny before the show, we had to warn people that this show is going to be taped. You know, so if you're not with someone and you're not supposed to be with, if you want to move to the back, yeah, now is the time. That? Bro, let me tell you, man, three couples move to the back. What the? You're lying. Bro, how are you going to take a Sancha to a taping, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what if they didn't know, bro? Yeah. Yeah, they showed up like, no mames. No mames. You see a DM like, later to Felipe, hey, fool, me and my group book up. Thanks, Felipe, for putting me on your Netflix special. <laughs> Imagine it. They got to wait for my special to come out to fucking show the court for the divorce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking they're looking at your jokes and shit. <laughs> Ahí está. Desgraciado. That's funny, so, bro. So why the name Bad Decisions? Bad Decisions because the, a lot of the material are from my bad decisions I made. Okay. So that's what we're expecting. We're expecting to hear like nice, Felipe's nice. bad decisions. through. Yeah, like a bad, being a, like I'm a, one of those fathers that's good. But it's bad too. <laughs> We're not like, there's a lot perfect. of fathers out there, man, who get really, really drunk and get all drugged out, but still read a, a book for their kids when they fall asleep. I mean, they're tweaking, but they're reading it. <laughs> I mean, they're holding on to that page forever like this. <laughs> but when it's time to read the monster part, it means monster. My dad, I'm scared. They're going to see what nightmares, eh? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hey, Daddy, why are your nose bleeding? <laughs> the monster got me. It's the monster, mija. Cuidado, eh? No le gustan popotes. And then they wonder why we're traumatized. You're traumatized, bro. Like, all Mexican, all Latino kids, bro, and some black kids are traumatized, bro, because we were taught to be scared when we were little. Like, him. Cuidado, cabrón, que te lleva el diablo. What? Yeah, dude. <laughs> the devil's gonna take me? Yeah. And my mom would like, every time our house was dirty, I don't know if it's racist, but it is racist. She would walk into the house, be all dirty. We, like, she leave, and the house was clean, man. We come back, it's all disarray, it's all dirty. We broke two windows. But I said, Casa de Indios. <laughs> like that. She dude. would say that? Damn. I've heard that too. Oh, you heard that, that, bro? I've heard that saying. Yeah, I have. That's funny. Like, like old Indian. school, huh? Old school mentality type of shit. Or the, <laughs> the other crazy one that they say is trabajar como negro. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. That's racist shit. Yeah, like that. that is. Right. Racist stuff, bro. Like, um, 
like like I remember um, when we were little kids, my mom, my 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 friends came over to pick me up, and they were waiting on my porch. My they were all black, and we were gonna go, you know, do our thing in summertime. My mom put me to the only one down. Only one, a robar. Oh man, we were though. Okay? <laughs> we were. <laughs> But she didn't have to think that right away. <laughs> why? That's but why I was a ringleader, though. But <laughs> You're the one I had the door idea. open, bro. Bro, we were, we were going to go steal. Yeah. I mean, we were, bro. Like, we were go. My mom would give me money, and one of my other friends would give me would give them money. Then my two other friends and my other friend never had money. So we would go to the movie theaters, and we would buy two tickets, and my other friend would hold the door open, and yeah. we'll get in. Or sometimes they'll be dos por uno. They'll be two for one. Yeah. And then it'll be like an old man, bro, going in by himself. And we go hold his hand, bro, and walk him in with him. <laughs> you seen him as it's me, it's me, Tata. <laughs> That's funny, bro. That's funny, man. Well, hey, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm, so I'm happy. I'm so proud Hell of you, yeah. man. Your Netflix special. And what's the release date? September 1st, el primero de, septi de septiembre. It'll be out. Bad decisions, malas decisiones, mm -hmm. and um, if you have time after you, you watch the special, I mean a movie also on September fourth it comes nice. out. Nice, nice. So look out for that. It's called um, the House Guest. I have a little part in it, but the the star of the movie is Polly Shore. We're in that oh, one too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, hey, yeah. you're at the you're at the pool party, huh? We're, yeah, no, no we we're, we're at the pool party. We're the movers. We're the movers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, they got all the influencers. Yeah, man. <laughs> even got the guy with the sweater. The one that does this. I forget who who that is. Yeah, he's Cuban actually. The, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. cool dude. Yeah, yeah, and, they, and they got another dude that was a surfer. Hey, bro, we talked something funny about that movie, bro. Bro, I just want to say you were at the dope-ass part of yeah, that movie. Yeah, we I, was, I the married them. Oh, shit. Oh, you did? That's <laughs> I married them, and then I had to go, and then the fucking desmadre started, bro. And let me tell you, man, watch my special December 1st, watch them we were in, a lot of boobs. Yeah? <laughs> did you see it already? No, saw, we saw the trailer. We saw the trailer, yeah. Yeah. Movie. yeah. Guest yeah, house, guest house. Guest guys. house, Bobby yeah. Lee, Polly Shore, yeah. and... um. So my, my part was just, I was just a priest, bro. I just married them and that's it. That's funny, <laughs> that's bro. Funny. I'm that's funny. Oh, we're going to watch it, definitely. It was yeah. good, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, wow. yeah they, they gave us a little trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. We're excited, too. Yeah. I was excited, movie. too, man. That was awesome, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah super excited. That's yeah, cool. Man. And we're with him. That's, that's, our, that's, <laughs> that's our first movie. What a that's small world. That was my first movie. I had, I had a lot of lines. See? Really? That's yeah, cool. like I had to I had to marry them, so I had all the marriage thing. Nice. Then I had to make fun. But this is a funny part, bro. I added a funny line. And then one of the girls, the house brides, the bridesmaids, she had a funny line too because the other girl releases pigeons, but then no pigeons come out. And then she says a line like No birds, it's an oh it's no birds, it's an omen. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Man, when I saw that movie, and she was like, she she's she went to talk to the director. I remember, I have big titties. Can I still say that line? You know, whatever, right? Like, I, I can I still say that line, and um, you could put the part about the big titties line. But uh, she said, can I, can I still say that line? Whatever, dude. But they cut her, bro. They cut they cut the line. Oh, oh fuck. 
Which uh, I've been cut too, way, so don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> hey, sure. but that's good, man. Now you have actor. Wait, hey, we're co-starring now. Yeah, yeah IMDb for sure, man. That's, that's dope. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Latinos coming up. That's tight, bro. For yeah, sure. man. That was a badass house, huh? Yeah, yeah. it was dope. It was, yeah. dope. We liked it was cool. It was cool. Chicasona. It was our super. first time, so for us, we were just seeing everything. Like yeah. it was crazy. It was seeing good, how movies huh? work, directors, and all yeah. that. Like, it, was it was awesome, man. It was good. it was good. Like just opportunity learning for experience, us and learning yeah. experience, one hundred percent. But all right, Felipe, the main question that we always bring our guests in here, we call it the spilling the frijoles question. Spilling the frijoles. Yeah. yeah. All right. So get ready. We're about get to ready. spill it. So, all right, bro. Obviously, uh, growing up, I've seen you do your freaking uh, stand-up comedies and everything. And I've seen, obviously, Gabriel Iglesias. Too. Yes. And I know, because I've seen the jokes, that Gabriel used to mention you a lot on his jokes. Yes. And one of the famous ones, I think, is the Raiders one, right? When they're at the hotel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's basically you. Yeah, that really happened. I was with a, a guy named um, some guy from Oxnard, California. We were doing a show at the Sheraton Hotel. Yeah. And um, Bo- um and Bobby C, I think is, forgot his name. Yeah. Well, Don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he was he was the one that made the the phone call. Like basically saying like yeah, the, he's the one that did the like the, the calling you, yeah, and man. bugging you, and yeah. everything, right? So you had to go all the way to the front. Yeah, right? they stopped me. <laughs> That's and also the Hummer really happened. Oh yeah, that one too. When we were cruising, I mean, they were going at least seventy-six miles an hour, and we shouldn't be going that fast. And this police, there's a state patrolman from Phoenix, from Arizona, pulled uh, us over, and we were playing on um, Bad Boys music, <laughs> and um, we got pulled over. And the the girls that were pu- that were behind us, they got pulled over too. Yeah. They got a ticket because they were behind us. So they're automatically speeding, you know? Yeah. Right. But um, since he only could get one person, he stopped both of us, gave her a ticket for speeding, which was, she was going 76, 76. We were going 80. But he didn't get our. Yeah, he didn't clock you guys. He didn't clock us. And we told him a couple of jokes. He knew <laughs> who, we, who Gabriel was. And the fool let us go. But damn, man, I was paranoid, bro, because I had just opened the window and exhaled. Uh, you were doing it though yeah That's man but that was in, that was crazy man but a funnier really thing that really happened if you just go look if you google um, Gabriel Iglesias Paul Rodriguez Felipe Esparza together and there's a photo of us with our hands up and we get, we're at the Juarez border patrol bro oh shit the Paul Rodriguez kidnapped us like we didn't we had just like we know Paul Rodriguez like as Paul Rodriguez we don't know Paul Rodriguez like hanging out with a star, you know, or hanging yeah. out, bro. Like we don't know what his antics are. Or que clase de, what, what kind of? I know, I know he's a he has a big personality, but I didn't know like what kind of power he had, you know, over yeah. people or what kind of star quality he has, you know. Got it, got it. The guy has a lot of charisma, bro. Like he might be sixty something years old. But the guy asked like a fucking 22 year old, bro. Yeah. Like we're we're just walking, Gabriel and I, and he goes to the two girls, hot chicks. Hey, you two, you guys want to go to TJ with us and eat tacos? No, you want to go to Juarez with us and eat tacos and, and have a good time? Those girls said, fuck yeah. All right. And hey, you homie, you want to go with us to TJ? No, it's too fucking keep saying TJ. You want to go to Juarez and have some tacos on me? Let's go then. And then he goes, let's go in your van. And then Paul Rodriguez took me, Gabriel, another comedian, those two girls we just don't even know, another guy we didn't know, inside a van, we don't know nobody, and we go to fucking Juarez, across the border. 
Yeah. Go to the first taco taqueria. Gabriel Iglesias says, man, but everything's closed right now. And Paul Julius takes out like a stack of money, bro, like a fucking stack of money. And he goes, everything closed if you have fives. <laughs> <laughs> and he went to his place and started knocking, and they opened up, and they started they opened up the grill, and they started cooking tacos for us, and we wow. all ate. And um, when we were crossing the border, they asked they asked for our credentials and they put us all to the side and they they put our hands up and they searched us and then all the border patrol from from El Paso took turns taking pictures with us. That's funny. That's crazy, bro. That's that's dope. Crazy. Then the next day, bro, Paul Rodriguez was supposed to go home and he didn't go home. <laughs> he didn't, he hung out with us, and I mean. I remember literally, bro, me and Gabriel were following him like he was a god. Yeah. And like he was, he's he like, he's getting changed. We're standing next to him, bro. He goes in the bathroom and come back. We're standing outside the bathroom. Because I remember the other comedian said, what happened, man? He didn't let you guys in the bathroom? So we, he, he takes us to a strip bar and we don't pay to get in. It's like they already know him. Yeah. He goes, these guys are with me. Yeah. And they just let us in. And I said, and I had a Viagra, bro, I've been saving for a rainy day. <laughs> and I saw that Paul Rodriguez was loaded. And I gave it to him, bro. Yeah. And, he, <laughs> and he took off with this 22-year-old stripper, bro. Wow. I don't know what happened. But when I saw him in the Southwest the next day, he goes, man, my I was harder than times in the South last night. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. <laughs> so I gave him the Viagra, and um, and he told me right there, man, as long as I'm alive, you you never go hungry. And then he told me that. And after that, like, he ended up taking me to a bunch of shows to yeah. open up for him. And, that's dope, um, dude. That's, that's awesome. High. So that's that's cool. a dope story. He's taking okay. me, bro. Like, he, he so, bought me a suit. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you and Gabriel, are you guys still cool and stuff? Like, well, you know, Gabriel's at a, at a whole different spectrum, you know? Like, um, it's like saying, do I talk to Eddie Murphy, you know? Oh, okay. When 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 do I have the time to call Eddie Murphy? Yeah, you know they're they're at a they're like at a bigger level that they're they're like he's real busy, bro. You know he has a, he has his buses, you know he he has um a, a payroll, he has employees. Yeah, the guy's always busy, bro. Like even the little bit of time he he has, like if I had a little bit of time, I wouldn't want to go hang out with Felipe as far as I would hang out and stay home and yeah. take a nap. They down my chihuahuas. Yeah. But if we run like whenever I run into comedians on the airport, it's always like we always have our own our own little group. Yeah. Cause I remember I was, I was at the airport and I saw DL Hughley and I saw Bill Burr and I saw the Dice Man, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. And for some reason, we were all sitting together, even though we don't know each other as friends. But it was okay for me to sit down. Yeah. Like I was, yeah. I was allowed to sit down. Yeah. Even when a Kevin Nealon from SNL was sitting down, or um, Rob Schneider, yeah. you know, um, Tom Green, like I'm allowed. We're all allowed to kick it, you know. If you're yeah. a comedian, it's like it's like this bond we have, you know what yeah. I mean? Even though they're like there might be a comedian there you don't talk to, but you're still in a group there. Right. You know, you might not talk right. to that motherfucker, but everybody knows it. He's, we're still in the same group. Yeah. So, so same I get it. Circle. So it's kind of like it's part of like an, just an, we're all employees, bro. You just don't get along with some. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we all work together. We we're all end up gonna we're all picking the same fruit. 
yeah exactly yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, well it makes sense yeah yes i just noticed that like you guys he used to do a lot of jokes with you yeah and man and then it's just his like, first special was like like talking about his friends yeah exactly so yes yeah, so i was just wondering if like you guys just stopped talking but it makes sense he's at a he's at a different level now and he's doing his thing and what you said was perfect like when it's like if he's not busy, he probably wants to spend time with his family. I used to so take that. I used to take. I'm gonna lie, bro. I would take that personal. Like if, when I was working with other people, like we we work. I understand we work together all week. How come we're not hanging out and not late? And I, and I go, but then I started realizing when I, when I started working a lot, you know, like yeah. the people that I work with, like, do I have to call you every day, motherfucker? Yeah, exactly. we were just together in El Paso for fucking seven days. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You want to go have? You want to go have Tommy's? <laughs> <laughs> Let me to, breathe. You want to go to Starbucks? I see uh, it now. No, it yeah. makes sense, yeah. man. Yeah. And now, obviously, you have a family, too, so you kind of want to be with them when you have your time yeah. off and everything, man. I, yeah, will... I, I, I miss my burnt toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's what, uh, that's what, that's what like, this old joke I said. Um, one, one time I was so lonely, I went to a strip bar, and I, and I the, 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 the girl, I paid the girl $20. But not to not for um not to dance for me or anything, just to put me down and give me a burnt toast. Because <laughs> I was lonely. I miss home. You miss home. Wow. You're homesick. Tell me my socks are on the floor. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Yell at me. Tell me to take out. Tell the me trash. I left the toothpaste open again. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Tell shit. me I put the toilet paper the wrong side again, which I don't know what the right side is. Well, hey, you don't miss home now, bro, because you're there all the time, right? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> now you wish you were back at the the comedy like stand up and everything. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah. Well, hey, man. Hopefully, all this shit goes away, Felipe. Yeah, hey, but the main thing, man. At least your special's coming out. Yes, that's, September first. That, that's freaking awesome. I'm so happy excited. for you, bro. I'm excited to watch it, guys. Make sure you're watching it. It comes out September first. Support the Latinos. Hell Support yeah. us. <laughs> for sure, man. And guys, as always, thank you for uh, Felipe. Thank you for coming. For thank you for having me. Honestly, yeah, thank bro. you, bro. No, we really appreciate it, guys. Stay on the lookout. We're also gonna be doing a skit with Felipe. So be in the lookout for that. <laughs> All right, guys. We appreciate the love and support. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. I can't find my bell. Oh, uh, I lost my bell. Oh, hey, Felipe. Around. And then right after we're done recording, we're gonna play this, bro. So I hope you're ready. Let's see. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. It's funny, man. Like when uh, it's funny, like when uh, when when broke people kind of they like they can't pay for the check. They always push it like a Ouija board. Eh? Uh, <laughs> we are, Ouija are, board are we gonna there. tip and oh <laughs> and oh no? And all right, guys. Well, make sure you guys subscribe to our channel. Follow Felipe on all yes. on all his uh. What, what are your Let platforms? him know where they can find yeah. you. Bro. Follow me at felipesworld.com or what's up, fool podcast. Hell yeah. Felipe Esparza Comedian on Instagram, TikTok, Funny Felipe on Twitter. Felipe'sWorld.com for everything. Hell yeah. Right, there I we thought go, you guys. heard, I man. Stand. All right, guys. We appreciate the love and support. Until next time. Until next time. Later. Later, dude.